everybody and welcome to episode number 43 of the Building a Better Body podcast. Today I have another interview which we'll just launch straight into shortly but I just want to say I had the best time. It's such fun talking to the person you're about to hear. Uh, I hope you enjoy it because I did and it's a really easy lesson so enjoy it on your commute to work or wherever you're off to. Thank you. Today on the show I have a lovely guest Ginny Gain. Ginny is a law of attraction coach. She helps to ignite inspiration in people in order for them to realize their dreams and align with their true values. She writes on her website, and I love this, to break away from what you are supposed to do and tap into what you really want to do and to let it flow easily. She truly wants people to wake up excited and in love with their lives and why the hell not, eh? And she goes on to say, <laughs> uh, if, if, um, if your mind has the ability to dream it, then the universe has the power to make things happen. Love it. Those words just kind of provoke excitement. So without further ado, hello, Jenny. Welcome to the show. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. I'm excited to talk to you today. I'm really excited too. And Sorry, go ahead. Well, I love how you said you quoted that to break away from what you're supposed to do and do what you really want to do. And that's exactly what you're doing. So I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying. I am trying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So I'll give a little tiny intro into you there. Um, do Do you have anything else you would like to add to that about yourself that maybe nobody would know? Oh, there's lots of things nobody would know. That you want to tell? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a really big uh, adventurer. Like I love um, hiking. I love being outside and camping and just like experiencing new things. You know, I think that it's we're here to have different experiences and all these different things in the world. There's so much diversity and I just love to, you know, live life to the fullest and whatever you're choosing to do with it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Yeah, that's kind of something that that is a big part of my life. And then just family and I love and the people and friends in it, you know, that's the other part of living this life that feels so amazing. Yeah. Is it Mm -hmm. a a Canadian thing to just want to be outdoors and go camping and stuff like that? Or Mm -hmm. am I just (laughs) painting a picture that is totally wrong? (laughs) Maybe you're right. There is a lot of that. Like we do have a lot of outdoor stuff and people and environment um, associated with us, but it's definitely not a like thing for everybody because I have lots of friends that are like don't take me camping Jenny I'm like okay yeah I do I know that's it's it's really bad this sort of stereotype like that but it's just any that I any Canadians I've come across they just love getting out there and just trekking and going up the mountains and stuff like that but that's just maybe the type of people I've attracted I was gonna say well are you that kind of person well you know the weather is nasty here Uh, (laughs) it's kind of like we don't get any more anymore anyway we don't get it feels like a summer and a winter. It's kind of just blah all year round. Oh, you got to come to Canada. I know, because you get extremes, don't you? That's what I want. Yes, well, we get we get a summer. It's only about two months of the year, but then we have yes. the winter too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I tell a lie, whenever it is, I'm, I'm being a bit, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but when it is nice in the summer here, we are out. You know, most people want to get out. You, mm-hmm. you know, any sort of place near the water, it is packed. You know, we do take advantage of it, of it if it is sunny, but the winters are kind of wet. Like right now, it's wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but given the choice, yeah, I would be out. I, I you know, my, my brother lives in Australia and I don't know why I, have, I don't go out there more. It's because it's so far oh, away. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of like a human thing to want to be in, to, you know, be attracted to the sun and when it's nice weather to be out there soaking it all up. Yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> 
Awesome. Okay, um, moving on then. Have you had, I, I love this question, have you had a mentor in your life? Because I never have, and I don't know if that's maybe a more our side of the world thing you know it's not something that we sort of would have uh, seeked out but um Mm -hmm. I really would have liked one or just somebody who's seen something in me way back and and pushed me you know further than I thought I could ever go Um, Mm -hmm. it's nice to have that person but I never I never had that did you have that well it's interesting when you you know, talk about a mentor, because I feel like I've had so many different mentors throughout my journey. So like when I was really younger, and when I was in school, and I was playing a lot of sports. And so I always had coaches and teachers that I would have considered my mentors, you know, one or two that kind of stuck through those years. And I was closer to like, they kind of, you know, take a, an extra eye on you or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, but past, you know, postgraduate, everything, you're not in those teams and in that environment as much. Mm. Other than I I wouldn't say I had, you know, that person or someone, I was kind of more like you, like guiding me there. So it was maybe during the younger years, but not so much after I had graduated um, until I started building my business. And then I was like, okay, well, let's get a business coach. (laughs) (laughs) I've hired a relationship coach before. Um, And I... I like the idea of having like, I'm all about inner growth. And so I love the idea of having a mentor, but I think that we, there can never be like one person because we grow. And as we grow, what we want changes and you know what I mean? So it's like, Mm -hmm. we're, we're changing. And so we're, we're going to be attracted to different people depending on where they're at. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. As I, I was going to go on to say later, you know, you do find you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're kind of not where you want to be, you maybe need to go out and meet different people and then you go along with their vibe and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the way you say that. This comes up so much in like the law of attraction world of like de- telling people or how do you know you know, where you're at and will you look at the five closest people to you? And that is a really good Mm kind of signal. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I I find like, especially in if people are talking about wanting to bring more money or abundance into their life and they say, well, you know, what's the average income of your five closest people? And you say, oh God, I have to change all my friends. (laughs) 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 Like in order to be rich, I got to like go find new friends. And I think that's kind of like where we get off in this thing is that yes, our closest friends are a a reflection of our like most dominant vibration how I say it um and and so but you don't you want to let them they're always going to be a reflection and you can't just go out and change them because then you're trying to change like the external Mm -hmm. and you're not actually changing you know so like it's better to say okay well that you know is giving me some information or giving me some evidence and then if I want something to change like do the stuff inside me like okay well I need to change and then my friends will change yeah yeah (laughs) well as you were talking on your last uh podcast about Mm -hmm. turning turning up to say a social event and you go there expecting it to be a nightmare it's gonna be a nightmare right right (laughs) but it really made me think of like my I'm very lucky my family is so chilled out there's never Mm -hmm. touch wood a big scene over over holidays or anything like that it's all oh that's good that's awesome but I definitely there is people that come into my life not mentioning any names Uh, and you (laughs) you can just arrive and you go oh this is going to be just a negative environment and you're going to get that and you do right 
But I, yeah. but the takeaway I got from your last podcast was, do you know what? I'm going to go into this next situation and not think like that at all. I'm going to think about the good things and just as an experiment, like you said, just experiment, play with it. Mm-hmm. What is the worst thing that's going to happen if you go in with a positive mindset? You know, right, with like a different intention going into it. Yeah, because you think like if you walk in saying, "Oh, this is going to be so bad," or "This person is so negative," you're already you're already, um, you're giving them your power versus remembering that you only experience things that are matched to you. So it's like, you kind of think of yourself as this like ball of energy walking around and, mm-hmm. and you get to attract the things that are matched to you. So if you are only positive walking around, you're going to attract mostly positive into your life. Yeah. You make it sound so simple. <laughs> <laughs> it gets simpler with practice. For yeah, sure. For sure. Well, that will lead on nicely then to, so what is the law of attraction? If you wanted to describe that to somebody who, who didn't really know much about it. Who doesn't or, know what it is. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So most people like when they kind of start to hear this concept, it's introduced as like your thoughts create your reality. And so they're like, okay, I always got to think positive and I got to think positive about this and positive about that. And if I think positive, then I'll get good things in my life. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like to break that a little bit (laughs) because (laughs) it's not necessarily your thoughts. It's more, so much more about how you're feeling. So your our feelings send out this like information to the world and then the the law of attraction will bring you things that are matched to that the feeling mm-hmm. so and that's kind of this idea i'm really visual so this idea of a ball of energy walking around sure. you're going to send out um this whatever like vibration i don't know if you want me to use these words but yeah, sure. vibration out into the universe and then you're going to get that same vibration back and that's all about feeling so if you're feeling really let's say you're feeling really frustrated. And so you're walking around as this kind of like a ball of frustration. And that's how you feel most often mm-hmm. where you're going to attract like ideas, events, thoughts, experiences into your life that are a match to frustration. So they just, uh, make you more frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the law of attraction. It's like, like attracting like, yeah, I guess you could break it down. This is probably super simple, but if you think of a red, a red car, all you see is red cars. So you're, that is the simplistic way of looking at it. It's the same idea. If you have something in the forefront of your head, be it a positive thought, then that'll attract more positive. If you think of red cars, you're going to see nothing but red cars. <laughs> Does that yeah, make sense? I love sense? it. Yeah, it is. That is what happens. As soon yeah. as you want it, so you'll notice this is a great example. As soon as you start thinking, oh, I want a new car and I want this new red car. Yes, and all of a sudden one. you'll start seeing all the red cars and you're like, what the heck? Where did all these cars come from? Yeah, like, yeah. Nothing's <laughs> changed. It's, it's just you're more alert to it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, so do you encounter a lot of people that just cannot get on board with the way you believe uh, and send out? Oh, it's funny when you say that because I really don't have any desire to convince people yeah. of what I believe. <laughs> that's a very good point yeah yeah if they like they want to they can and if not then that's all cool it's not about like so much um I think one of the places that we get off is thinking that our way is the right way Mm -hmm. and I kind of remember learning that lesson a few years ago and when you have this realization that there are so many right ways and you just give people the freedom to think whatever they want to think that it just opens up this space and it's like so much more enjoyable and free like that's what we want to feel right we want to feel free and allowing people to think what they want to think kind of gives you that um 
but yeah, people get to choose whatever they want. And like, there's so many successful paths, right? Like you hear success stories using so many different techniques, visualization, meditation, law of attraction. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, walking on hot stones, um, (laughs) talking to angels. Like there's a million different ways to be successful and it just is up to each individual. It's like, what's pulling them? Yeah. which is the law of attraction yeah. at work. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. And then, so if you find that your five people that you spend the most time with are super positive, then you're not going to get this questioning attitude, I guess. Would that be right? <laughs> you know what? It's been like when I look past over back over my journey, I've transitioned uh, friendship groups a lot. Yeah. And now what I've found is I have about three close friends that we, and this is what happens is you grow together versus just you growing or like, and when I say grow, I'm like kind of mean like raising your vibration. Mm -hmm. And so then you get to stay in each other's lives. And so you kind of get to that point where you, you find the universe lines you up with the people that you're going to kind of move through this, the rest of your life experience with. But I think it takes a few years, a few decades to get there. (laughs) I love that. I love that. You're you're so uh, sort of, what what would you say? So chilled out and you're just this is going to be what will be. I love it. It's, I love your attitude. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You got it right. Like it's all about allowing, you know, the more we try to control uh, anything, the Mm -hmm. more we struggle. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't know if it's, if it's here more than over there, but you know, we do get used to being in a kind of a negative mindset it's kind of like a habit you know you go into work and you start complaining about this that and the other and then somebody else goes yeah I had that experience as well and then it just kind of brings everybody together is that Mm -hmm. why people start whining together because it brings that closeness (laughs) you know yeah well it's funny because do you think it's actually like that do you guys think like you're more negative or something than we are like I think that happens everywhere in the world I don't know why I think (laughs) I feel maybe it's just my work I don't know (laughs) no that's not true I I hear that a lot um from work experiences like corporate work places yeah um so what happens actually is is you if you have like this the constant, the vibration that you're putting out to the universe most often, that's like your dominant vibration. And if that's negative, you, and you know, you're talking about it, which is keeping you there and you're thinking about it, which is keeping you there. The law of attraction is going to bring you people that are there and it feels good to, um, for someone else to come into your experience on that level, because it's like confirming where, where you are, you know, it's like when, it's like finding like dwelling in misery together. It's nice to know you're not alone. Yeah. And so yeah. we want company when we're, when we're sad or when we're in fear or when we're pissed off or something. Sure. And so you know how it feels like when you're not feeling good and then you see this happy person and you're, and you're like, well, whatever, get out of here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 All, so it, it's comfortable to stay in a group or in pe- with people that are, are supporting you that are on that same level as you whatever wherever that is yeah um so yeah so in this kind of like work environment yeah we don't really realize that we are perpetuating our own we're keeping ourselves where we are Mm -hmm. by talking about it so much and by you know being that listening to or saying to your friend who's going through something hard like oh yeah you know he's a jerk and Mm. or yeah you didn't deserve that and like getting on board with all their stuff yeah it's I like to sort of 
try and set an example you know if there is a bit of a negativity i'll go mm-hmm. in with a different sort of attitude uh you mm-hmm. can't you can't change people but you can turn up as the person you want to be but sometimes it's difficult <laughs> i guess exactly i mean that's a great attitude is is remembering like you can't change anybody but i can do my part to show up in in a really good place and then just be open like same coming back to letting them be them yeah um and I'll tell you, Karen, it does get easier. It is challenging. Like it is really when, when reality is right in your face and it doesn't, it's not what you want. It takes a lot of um, discipline to focus on something else or to focus in a different way. Yeah, sure. Mm. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Love it. Um, So when you were talking about, you know, meditation and different things like that, does your morning routine include specific things to get you going? Oh yeah, totally. I, um, it's kind of developed over the years, but what's really become consistent is I just wake up and I first, I just like, as soon as I become aware, Oh, you're awake. (laughs) Good start. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I just like think about for a few minutes what I'm grateful for and, you know, kind of really feel that even if it's simple things like waking up or opening my eyes or you know, the softest of my sheets or something. And so that just do that for a few moments. And then I, get up, go pee. And then (laughs) I actually do say affirmations, um, in the morning too. Like, you know, I have a little list of them and I'll say them after that. And then I do a meditation for about 15 and 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. um, depending how I'm feeling. And then I would grab a coffee and I sit down to script. So you've heard on our other podcast about scripting. I'm sure you know all about that. I do indeed. Uh, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> but for for your listeners it's just writing about what you want as if it's already happened yeah. um so I take time to do that and then I get outside because oh, I love being outside and it's just you know having that connection to nature just fresh air in the morning is a part is a is a big part of just feeling grounded I think and that's every day looks like that all being well pretty yeah. much like other than you know, I might, I might switch it up a little bit, but that's my, that's my consistent routine. Um, even when I'm traveling, cause now, you know, traveling over the next few months and mm-hmm. I can do that anywhere. Right. Like, you know, I don't need anything special to do that. I just, yeah, sure. Do you have any favorite, yeah. favorite apps for, uh, meditation? Ooh. Yeah. I use the insight timer actually. So uh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, connect on there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've kind of dipped on in and out of Budify. Um, and, mm-hmm. but it's there doing a big update. So we've kind of fallen out of the way of that, but yes, uh, it, the insight timer is like a little bowl. Isn't that right? The icon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> little bowl. And it's so fun cause it keeps track and I, I have totally felt successful. So, oh, 10 days in a row. Good I job. Know. If you miss one, you're <laughs> raging, aren't you? Like I'm not consecutive anymore, but I, I'm kind of going, I am consecutive, but I usually different app so i need to go back yeah. to that one yeah but yeah there, it's super there, fun there's something for everybody on that one you know it's just you could scroll all day and and oh my pick, gosh yeah. because you can pick the time because i can't go over maybe 10 15 minutes myself i'm just kind of yep. can't do any more than that <laughs> mm-hmm. well we're meant to i was listening to something today and, and i love how she said it in terms of like meditate but don't meditate all day like our mm-hmm. minds are built to f- to focus in on real life like that's why we're here so yes. oh for sure yeah T- mm-hmm. tim ferris just went on a, i was listening to a 10 day silent retreat 10 days oh i've done that karen <laughs> have you i did a weekend that was hard that. enough yeah it was you know what was funny it actually was not hard not talking it was sitting so long in one place yeah. oh, okay. like it was like eight hours of meditation a day or something and my mind was just like could you could you could you read though he wasn't even allowed to read i don't think no 
couldn't no. do anything. You couldn't even do yoga. You couldn't exercise. Literally you just sat there for eight hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you got to eat. You could. You were allowed to walk around. You were allowed to walk. Oh, my word. Yeah. And, and how, long, <laughs> how long was that for? It was 10 days. 10 days. Did you feel any better after it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> it was something I've always wanted to do. I, know, um, I, think, I think I must have... Sorry, go ahead. What's that? I was just going to say, I think you do. You have a sort of an expectation uh, that it's going to be amazing and life-changing. And then you're kind of like, no. <laughs> I totally did. I mean, I did this like years ago, so I didn't know as much as I know now. And I t went into it with that intention of like, yeah, this is going to be transform my life. And yeah. then I... I did have like a few really good realizations and I did get more centered and more grounded sure. and you know, but it wasn't like, Oh, you're this whole new person after. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a total <laughs> waste, but yeah, it was a, wee, uh, yeah. a chill light for a couple of days. Yep. Mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Okay. So uh, moving on then, um, has an initial perceived failure ever turned out to be the best thing that's ever happened to you? <laughs> I love this question. Let's see. <laughs> you do. Cause yeah. you know how I'm going to answer. Uh, um, I don't know if I do. <laughs> <laughs> because it's really, I don't really define things as failure. Oh, yes, but of course. Yeah. I do know what you mean, like what yeah. you're after. Yeah. Um, and so oh, I was thinking of this and I remember when I Australia, I went with a friend of mine and we were going to travel for eight months to the year and then, you know, come do it all together and come back. And yeah. After two months, we were up in the northern Australia, um, Darwin, and we were out doing different things during the day. And he came back at night to the room and he's like, I booked a trip. I booked a flight to Bali. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. He's like, yeah, he's like, we're just so close and I really want to go and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, that wasn't our plan. And then that's not what I want to do. Like I came to Australia, I came to go to Australia. Uh -huh. Anyways. He ended up taking off and I was on my own and I was like, this, I don't know what's going to happen. And it turned out to be the best thing ever. Like I was so, I learned so much about who I was and being on my own. And ultimately that was the experience I wanted that I didn't know I wanted when I left for the year. Perfect. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was a really, I didn't kind of actually think about that till you asked that question, but it was mm -hmm. something that was scary at the beginning and seemed out of my control and turned into the best thing that could have ever happened and was really, you know, impactful in my life and how my future played out. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause when I did the, the backpacking thing around Australia, mm -hmm. I remember meeting a couple of people who were doing it on their own and you could tell it was a completely different experience. You're forced to go and talk to people. There's no comfort zone anymore yes. uh, which is a good thing exactly yeah exactly I've never met so many and I was so happy to meet so many different people um but you're right because I've traveled you know more recently with other people and you just don't you don't meet people because you're not alone no exactly you stay in your little bubble <laughs> yeah <laughs> what what year what year did you go I wonder if you were there at the same time as me oh goodness uh, I was 2009 2010 Oh, I went 2003, 2004. Okay. And I went okay. with a male friend as well, but we just yeah. about we just about got on because he's listening. <laughs> 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 we did stay together the whole time, but eight eight months we were there for it. yeah, oh, it was good times. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I have a listener question for you. Um. Mm -hmm. Hi. I love this because I'm really interested to see what you're going to say. Um. How do you handle negative emotions that naturally crop up? What is your coping strategy? 
Cool. Yeah, this is a wicked question. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, I want to just point out that these this idea that thoughts kind of naturally come up and that we don't have control over them. There's kind of how I view that is okay. Yes, we. It sometimes seems like thoughts come out of nowhere and we don't control them, but we do control which thoughts we give um, attention to and give more focus to. So if, if you, the first thing is developing that awareness about, oh, I'm having that thought. Mm -hmm. And then it's your choice whether you give more attention to it or not. So if you're going to keep going down that path, you kind of like spiral this way or you, or you make a decision to, you know, think about something else or think about it in a different way. And so what I always tell my clients is, is to firstly, you just step back from, like, don't attach to the thought right away. Like you kind of step back from it, you come back into your awareness and be like, Oh, look, there's a negative thought Mm -hmm. without without meaning like without getting carried away with it, like, and letting it take you away. And so it kind of takes away the power of that the uh, out of control thoughts when you when you come back to your awareness and say oh look I'm having that thought Mm -hmm. you know and you just you just don't judge it um but yeah the other really kind of challenging part of this is it's really hard to to not think about something so (laughs) you know versus when someone's like don't think about your ex or don't think about the money in your account. It's like, mm. oh, that's that's what I want to think about. You of know, course. it's what we're it's what I've practiced for so long. So yeah. I think it's really important to have something else that you can focus on or that you can think about. Mm. And it, it's kind of like a fallback. Yeah. So it's like instead of saying, Don't think about this, you say, I'm going to think about this. I'm gonna put my focus here mm. instead of trying to not think over there. Yeah, that's great. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, have you read The Chimp Paradox? No. It's it's a really heavy going book. It's got a big chimp in the front of it, funnily enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't even finished it, but there was it's something similar where, you know, a thought is nothing until you assign a meaning to it. And there's a, a space between the thought and how you react. And so exactly. if you take that little space to just choose, you can always choose. But we're so we're in such a fast-paced environment today that we don't even we don't even take that space and use it wisely. You just react like monkey mind exactly. sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's Mel Robbins. That is that who wrote the book? No, but she's she's a five-second rule. Yes, five-second. Right. Rule. Yeah. Five-second rule. Yeah. So you have the thought, and then it's five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. I'm gonna think yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. So That's she's really kind of she's kind of the opposite though, isn't she? She's kind of like act straight away and don't take the time. But I think you have to get better at realizing, okay, when should I actually just act and when should I take a stand back? <laughs> exactly. What I really like about that five second thing is you are empowering yourself with a choice. Yeah. So you're giving yourself that five seconds, and then you get to you're consciously making a choice. And it can be to, to react or it can be whatever you want. But, yeah, um, yeah you're acknowledging that space and that you have the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that book. And you get, you get so excited after reading. I was listening to it, actually. And then you're mm-hmm. kind of, I never use it, though. I'm like, why am I not using this? Second oh, girl, yeah, yeah, that's what you got to do. That's what most people do is they're, they're like, okay, well, yeah, I know all about the law of attraction, but I don't know how to, you know, apply it in my life and make it work in my life. And I'm yeah. like, Okay, well, hire me because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent point. Love it. Very cool. <laughs> um, so as this is the Building a Better Body podcast, what laws of attraction techniques can we utilize in order to help build that better body? Yeah, that's a bit of a broad question. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, that is super general. But so yeah. there's um, a, you know, such a huge mindset piece of anything we're doing. Um, so I remember when I was doing personal training, like it's really challenging to, because so much of the stuff when you're building a better body is about like, do this, do this, do this. It's all about action. It's all, and there's so many, like we we're talking at the beginning, like so many different ways that you can get to your goal based on action. You know, you can follow a million different meal plans. Um, you can do a million different like ways to exercise and it depends where you're at to, as to which is going to work for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I talk about or when I think about the law of attraction and, and getting that better body, it really comes down to just being aware of how you're thinking about your body now. Because so we you're going to attract the way you feel most often. So if you think of your body or you look at your body and you don't feel good now, like it feels disappointing or it feels frustrating. Mm -hmm. You're just going to whatever you can take all the action in the world, but you're never going to feel different. And and sometimes I get pushback on that because people say, well, when I lose the weight, you know, I lose the weight and I'll feel different. Mm -hmm. And I said, yes, but you, you're placing your condition, you're placing your feeling on that condition of losing weight. And so it's not going to be like a permanent thing. Like you're likely going to be go, go up and go back down and go up and go back down mm -hmm. because you're not changing the actual core of, of what's creating your reality, which is your vibration. And yeah. so that's the biggest thing. And I, I always say, um, or I really, when I was working with training clients, I was, I would get them to really focus on, okay, what do you like now? Even if it's like small things or general things, like I am healthy, like I have two legs, like I have the ability to work out or I have the ability to choose different foods. Um, yeah. my, bar my body is healthy. Like when we think of all the intricate things that happen in our body without, like we breathe without even thinking about it. Like how amazing is that? Yeah. You know, so there is so many amazing things that we're not acknowledging and all of our focus is on being different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so we, if we don't make a shift in terms of what we're focused on now, it's just going to like, you want to, you want to create the, the feeling you want to feel then now. Yeah. Makes perfect mm -hmm. sense. I love it. <laughs> and it's building, it's building momentum, you know, small things. This is good about me and then this will get good. And then you, your mindset all of a sudden has changed and you haven't even noticed because it's been kind of incremental, I guess. Yeah. And that's the best part of using this, like in, in leveraging the law of attraction and is in anything you're doing, any goal you're working towards mm -hmm. is that it removes the struggle. Yeah. Like, because you, you find your alignment first, you make the internal shifts first, and then, then the, the universe responds and it brings you things and it lines you up with the path of least resistance, which is like the easy path. Yeah. And it's not like the kill yourself path. And it's just, it's way better. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Brilliant. Um, well, I don't want to take any more of your time, Jenny. I want to thank you very, very much for talking to me today. Um, and if anybody wants to connect with you on the web, where, where's the best place to find you? Um, you can find me at my website. So it's just Ginnygain.com, uh, G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E. 
It's Jenny, not Jenny, everybody. I'm sure yeah. you have a, a nightmare with that your whole life. <laughs> yeah. And Karen, I just want to say it's been such a pleasure. Uh, it's so fun to chat with you. And so thanks so much. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you.